sometimes we call the joyful practice of bodhisattvas zazen. Sometimes we call the joyful practice of bodhisattvas the precious mirror samadhi. Sometimes we call it the the Buddha's samadhi or the Buddha's practice. The mind of the great sage of India's practice is the joyful practice of bodhisattvas. Sometimes we call the joyful practice of bodhisattvas intimate transmission. Sometimes we call the joyful practice of bodhisattvas holy communion. Among all beings, Buddhas and sentient beings, in intimate holy communion. This is a practice. It's a practice of reality. the reality of every experience is intimate transmission. The reality of every experience is the Bodhisattva's joyful practice. And the Bodhisattva's joyful practice actualizes that reality. Uh, at noon service, we recite a section of one of Dogen's writings, which focuses on this this Buddha practice, this joyful practice of bodhisattvas. And towards the beginning it says, just wholeheartedly sit and thus drop off body and mind. Uh, And so I like that translation. So I want to point out, it doesn't say just wholeheartedly sit and then drop off 
body and mind. He says wholeheartedly sit and thus, thus drop off body and mind. The wholehearted sitting is dropping off body and mind. How does body and mind drop off? It drops off in wholehearted sitting. Another term we use for wholehearted sitting is just sitting. And in that statement I just made, just wholeheartedly sit. Just sit. Wholehearted sitting is dropping off body and mind. Wholehearted sitting is the body and the mind settling into the body and mind completely. In whatever posture you're in, Now everybody here is sitting and when the body and the mind settle fully, thoroughly, wholeheartedly into the body and the mind, that's just, even if you're sitting, that's just sitting. Just sitting is just sitting. A body and a mind being a body and a mind. And a body and a mind practicing being a body and mind. We're practicing what we already are. It is the practice of what we already are. The body's already a body, it's the practice of the body. The mind is already the mind, it is the practice of the mind. And when this is wholehearted, it's dropping off. Someone told me recently that they um, that their practice was just sitting, and um, and then they said. But as I approach it, I feel I'm being somewhat presumptuous. And I said, I think I can see that, yeah. So when we're wholeheartedly just sitting, we are not approaching the practice of wholehearted sitting. We're not here and approaching wholehearted sitting there. To practice that way of I'm going to go practice just sitting that presumes that I'm one thing and sitting is another or I'm one thing and just sitting is another just sitting is who I really am and what I really am
and Suzuki Roshi did this kind of innovative thing, which you may not be able to find so much in uh, in Asian teachings. He said, he said our practice is our practice is just to sit, or he's, or he's he might say we say our practice is just to sit, but that may be rather difficult to understand. And then he says our practice is just to be ourselves completely in each moment with not expecting anything. So there again, we're sitting and human beings, while they're sitting, they might be expecting something beyond just sitting. Like, for example, a great awakening. So, we are encouraged to be careful not to expect any awakening, any understanding, any realization beyond the practice right now. And then people might ask, well, what about if I am expecting something? What if I am expecting some wonderful bodhisattva practice in addition to my sitting right now? Well, then it's not so bad. Just make the person who may not make the person, but just completely be the, what do you call it, the mind that's expecting something other than the practice. settle into the mind which is expecting some great realization beyond the current practice of settling into this mind which is expecting something. You don't have to be not the way you are. Matter of fact, you are the way you are. That's already the case. And whatever way you are is a particular, unique expression of the intimate transmission. Whatever way you are, the whatever way I am, including expecting something other than being the way I am, whatever way I am, however I'm manifesting, is a particular example of the teaching of suchness. It's a particular example of the way everybody is. It's a particular example of intimate transmission. And if I look for something in addition to the way I am manifesting, that's the way I am manifesting. And it is possible to be looking for something else and completely present and unmoving and greatly compassionate with this looking for something else.
and not be pushed around by it or caught by it at all. We can use looking for something else as an opportunity to not look for something else. And we can also use not looking for something else as an opportunity to not look for something else. After being encouraged to just wholeheartedly sit and thus drop off body and mind, Dogen says, when you express the Buddha mudra, and I might just edit it and say, when you express the Buddha mind mudra, by sitting upright, through all of your actions, a body, speech, and thought, when you express the Buddha mind mudra through all your actions of body, speech, and mind. It goes on, but I'll just stop there. So, when your speech is now a practice, I'm a person who talks, and my talk, I wish for this talk to be a practice a practice of expressing the Buddha mind seal. I wish this speech, this, this speech, this speech to express the Buddha mind seal. I offer this action of speech to the Buddha mind seal. by offering my speech to the Buddha mind by offering my speech to intimate transmission without expecting anything that practice realizes that our speech is a particular example of intimate transmission no matter what I say it's always a particular experience of the way everybody is. Everybody is this intimate transmission. And everything I say, every experience I have of coughing is a particular realization of this intimate transmission. And that is the only way to verify it. By making my speech, my postures and my thinking the expression of this mind of the Buddha. And if... And if my 
speech is offered as an expression of this Buddha mind seal, a thought may arise about what just was offered. Like, wow. And that thought, that wow, is now another particular manifestation of the entire universe in intimate transmission. And if, (laughs) as I said yesterday, if I were to offer, I didn't actually say this yesterday, but I said something like this yesterday, if I were to offer my speech, this, this speech, as an expression, hey guys, this is my, this is an expression of the Buddha mind seed seal. Here it is. Here's an expression of it. And then I might, instead of thinking, wow, I might feel like, I might, I might feel boring. That wasn't very interesting. It sounded good, but now that I said it, it's kind of boring. And that's another one. That's another particular expression of the Buddha mind of the teaching of substance. (coughs) And then once again there is um, forgetting to offer this, these words and this thought and this posture and this posture. There is forgetting. There is not attending to using every action to express the Buddha mind. There is forgetting. And that forgetting is another expression of it. However, it was forgetting and still, even though I, I understand <laughs> that it, that forgetting was an expression of the Buddha mind, I still feel embarrassed that I forgot. And I'm sorry. I kind of missed out. But by missing out, also was the Buddha mind seal. But my missing out was not intended as an expression of it. So I missed it. Like giving a gift and not noticing it.
just a little while ago, my hand reached down and picked up a cup of water. And I paused to offer that hand grasping the cup. And now this hand grasping the cup. I pause and note that this is offered as an expression of the Buddha mind. <laughs> and now a thought has arisen which will also be offered as an expression of the Buddha mind. And in conjunction with offering the thought, there was also speech letting you know that there's a thought I have that I, that I use to express the Buddha mind seed. And that thought was, who cares? definitely offered as an expression of the Buddha mind. The next, the rest of the sentence, which I, which I didn't say, is that when you use whatever you're doing, when, when you use whatever you're thinking, whatever you're saying, and whatever posture you're making, when you use your daily activity to express it, the entire phenomenal world becomes the Buddha seal. And the whole sky turns into enlightenment. Already the whole universal, the whole universe is the Buddha mind seal. The whole phenomenal world. Every, every phenomenon in the world is already an expression of it. Or a mani- I should say a manifestation of it. But when somebody uses the daily activity to express it, then the whole world wakes up to that. Although the world is that way, the world is not n- always awake at each place. But when you do it, the whole universe wakes up with you. The way that you that the way that you take care of your activities each moment as taking care of the Buddha mind seal is the same way that everybody is taking care of it. And the way that might help you and free you is the same way that it helps everybody else be free.
And all this, however, does not appear within perception. Our actions appear in perception. Like I have a perception of the action of making this shape with my hands. This action, I, I perceive it, and you can have a perception of it too. But how this action is expressing the Buddha mind seal is by the practice is a practice. Gestures are being made and these gestures are being made primarily, first of all, to express the Buddha mind. But how does it express the Buddha mind? I, I can't, I don't perceive it. I perceive the offering, I perceive the practice, but I don't perceive the intimate transmission. And also, I heard a teaching that the intimate transmission is none other than the perceptible thing I'm offering. So I offer a perceptible hand gesture to an imperceptible, imperceptible, intimate transmission. And the only way that I can realize, or not that I realize, the only way that this imperceptible, uh, intimate transmission is realized is through the perceptible. But we, but how that works is not perceptible. The way it works is not. It says it's unconstructed, and it's an unconstructed. In other means, human beings don't construct the way it works. Human beings are totally part of it, but nobody's making it work. Human beings are are in the conversation, but no human being is controlling the conversation. Trying to control the conversation is in the conversation, but does not succeed. Accepting that it doesn't succeed helps us settle into trying to control. If you completely settle into trying to control, the controlling mind drops off. If you don't settle in to trying to control, the controlling mind has not been settled into. And when, the, when your mind has not been settled into, the dropping off is not realized because the practice is not realized. But when we wholeheartedly practice trying to control what's going on, that controlling mind drops off. Actually, the half-hearted uh, settling into the controlling mind the half-hearted settling into it is another example is another example of what? (laughs) of the way things are of intimate transmission and yet if we hold back from that controlling mind 
and don't do it completely, so completely that we we see the on the horizon the possibility of losing control. If I would really settle into trying to control, I might I might not be able to. I might lose all hope of controlling. Yeah. Not exactly you lose it, you just let go of it. You control without trying to control. When you wholeheartedly. If you half-heartedly, you don't let go of it. You're holding back. But even so, really, in reality, you've let go of it. But if you hold back, it's going to seem like you haven't let go and you're caught by your attempt to control and you're miserable. And also, by the way, the way you're miserable is the way everybody else is miserable. The way you're not taking care of yourself is the way you're not taking care of other people. Which is not what you want. So now I, I think uh, maybe that was enough for this morning for me. I mean, and for starters. <laughs> and if anybody has any uh, issues, you could say, with what I said, <laughs> those issues are particular examples of this intimate transmission. Which, of course, are really welcomed. We, we, I really welcome particular <laughs> examples of the Buddha mind. Or maybe I should say, I vow to welcome all the particular examples of Buddha mind.